Welcome to Maximum Octane and your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution in the automotive industry. I'm your host, Kim Hickey, former shop owner turned industry educator, speaker, and entrepreneurial motivator. Each week during our ride together, you will hear unfiltered stories of inspiration and transformation shared by successful business owners and CEOs. Their experiences will motivate you to do things you never thought possible, encourage you to reach your full potential, and help you to exchange unproductive habits for productive ones. While many of my guests will be related to the automotive industry, it's crucial in the world of tomorrow that we stop being silos and we open our minds to ideas and inspiration from other industries as well. We also know that to be truly successful in business, you must have a healthy work and home life balance. All of my guests are handpicked with these crucial elements in mind. Our industry is evolving by the second, and we need to as well. Buckle up, because here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode. I am so glad you can join me today, and I think you will love my guest today as much as I do. We have with us Dr. Mark Hale. How are you today? Uh, Good morning, Kim. Doing great. Thank you. You have so many exciting things going on and just in your life in general, you are like truly living your best life. So I think you're going to inspire all of our listeners for sure. And we will not possibly get to even half of the amazing and cool things that you do, but we, we will certainly have you back on again to, to finish out all of the stories because Holy cow, the things you get to do and your attitude is just so inspiring for me. So you have a PhD, which I like to say when I introduce you for any of the panels or things you've been on as a, in a, being a rocket scientist, but you for real are a rocket scientist. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> deal. It's awesome. Yeah. So your PhD is in aerospace and you have a love of flying jet planes. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so many things, yeah. but we we have we're gonna have a bunch of links for people to do a little bit of look into you and your company FacePay for because you're transforming how the credit card industry is or how it's looked at and offering options. We're always looking for options and mm-hmm. the way to move forward and look at things differently. So I love that you do that. So we're going to try to cover as much stuff as possible today. I'll get all those links in there, but you have an action item that, because I always ask my guests for an action item, you have an actionable step that uh, my listeners can take immediately to enhance their life and business. What what would that be? Wow. If, well, if we're talking about crypto today. Right? I know, but you told me when I, I asked know. you, All right. I want what was the actionable item everyone needed to do? Everybody needs to get out and go see Top Gun Maverick. Okay. We need this boost. Think how hard you've been working and now's your chance to get back and just feel the need, right, Kim? So there feel you the go. Need for right. speed. Feel the need right there. We got it. And, uh, I haven't seen it yet. Rush. Tell me they oh, still use that, that phrase in there. They sure do, and we need it. And I, I tell you, the flying footage in this one 
far overshadows the original, which is great, right? And just imagine a, a whole nother level, high octane, right? Here we go. It's awesome. I just, yeah, <laughs> you just spurred something, Kim. It's awesome. Go, go see Top Gun. Y'all All right. It. And before we get into the topic that I asked you to join me for, you know a little bit about what these planes can do in the flying and, and you have a little bit of a connection to the movie. Do you want to share that? with our our listeners i would be happy to so and very fortunate a lot of you may know is a company called the man force when we uh the original review management for auto when we sold that i went out and bought my own fighter jet and i learned to fly at full up acro so everything you see in the movie i don't want to give away too much but it's high g i do all of it and it's exciting but a hangar with a jet team. One was my instructor, former Thunderbird, but this jet team filmed the next movie. So all the in-air scenes you see in Top Gun were filmed. The cast would come by the hangar. The jets were equipped with these high-resolution gimbals where the chase points uh, following these F-18s are in the movie. It's just been an exciting two years, and we've had to keep a lid on it and got to meet the actors, and we had a gala with them, and they came out and just to share in this uh, prior to the release. So it's been awesome just filming the movie. Just I just love how nonchalant you are about things. You're just like owning owning a, your own jet is is was like yeah. So I got my own jet, but then the the movie. So you know, <laughs> some yeah. people would be awesome. screaming like I own my own jet, and you're like yeah, I got my own jet, and I have whatever. So, but that's what's so wonderful about you. You're so humble, and well, you're just you. yeah. just like I said, living your best life. So. I thought it was important to have a rocket scientist on to explain about what the heck crypto is, cryptocurrency, blockchain. This is blowing everybody's minds. You see all this stuff on the internet and some people are like, oh, hurry up and invest in crypto. And then other people are like, don't. And how do you use it? What businesses are? There's so many questions. So can you break it down a little bit? What even is, what does crypto and cars have in common? Let's start with that. Wow, that is a lot, right? Uh, what do crypto and cars have in common? Everybody wants to talk about the insanity of crypto, right? Up, down, and Bitcoin, and it's insane. But Kim, I'll just share with you, and I stop to just think about it. Do you know what's insane? The price of used cars. Oh, and they, <laughs> the, the, if you would, the value of used cars increased more than Bitcoin last year. So if you want to talk about insanity and uninspected, right? Uh, and go on about Bitcoin, but who would think used cars would be worth so much and how much the world changes, right? And we're we're also not naive. It's not going to be in this trajectory forever. And what's going to change and alter those prices, right? So here we go. But used cars outpace crypto in the same time frame. That's just crazy. Who would think that? So That does know. sound insane. I just got an offer for my truck that was more than I paid for it new. I, I, I can't even, having a hard time to understand all of that that's going on with what people are willing car. to pay. I have my car at no trade-in value. I use it to park at the train station. 
And every week there's a letter on offering to buy it for cash. And I go, it's worth nothing. I'll give it to you, right? So that's how crazy it is. So, yeah. Because you could just take your jet. You don't need to go to the airport. Yeah, there you go. So can you tell us what is cryptocurrency and what is blockchain? That's the magic question. Kim, do you mind? I'd love to give you a little tutorial because there's With people that of heard of blockchain. And then if you know just one thing, you leave today, how it works. Right. And I'd would, love to give it a little love tutorial, it. right? So I got out. I mean, let's talk about cryptocurrency, which is value, right? One Bitcoin today is worth about $30,000, right? I'm holding a $5 bill that holds a value of $5, right? So it's cryptocurrency, it's just value, right? And Bitcoin's worth 30000 But something we've heard once or twice is it's on the blockchain, right? And that is what gives it its value, right? So now let's look at it. So cryptocurrency, I'm just talking about a bill right now. This is $5 bill. But the reason why it's worth five dollars is we all we don't talk about a lot. There's a serial number on it, right? <laughs> and you can look at it, and you can't copy it because the government, right? We do anti-counterfeiting to make it five dollars, and there's a serial number. Now let's just talk about that serial number that's on there. That's what the blockchain is. So you talk about Bitcoin. It's the serial number that's on this bill. And that goes into a ledger. It's just a list of serial numbers, right? And that's what the blockchain is demystified, just serial numbers. And then what's crypto about it, right? Cryptography is, imagine if I take a serial number, let's just do simple cryptography, something called a checksum, is I could put the serial number, but then if I go ahead and add it up, right? Mine equals about 32, right? All the numbers in the serial number. That's called a checksum, right? Is I could alter those numbers, but they always have to equal 32, right? So that allows you to check. Has that been forged at all? Did someone take a pen and mark through it, right? I didn't ever know that. Yeah, there you go, right? So you take that. So Bitcoin is just a list of serial numbers that has a checksum, like a sum of those serial numbers. Right. And everybody talks about blockchain. This is one bill. Now imagine three five dollar bills. There's three serial numbers and then three checksums. Right. It's just a list of them together. And that's all Bitcoin is, is a value of five dollars and then a serial number. And just remember the serial number. Paul, impress your friends. Right. I got a twenty dollar bill. Look at the serial number. That's just like Bitcoin. Right. So all it is is some value in this case today, it's worth 30,000. But what it is, is you're holding it, right? It's online, 30,000 on a serial number that I own, right? And I know I own this five, right? You don't, right? Well, now I own 30,000 on a serial number. And just like we have one, five, twenties, hundred dollar bills, you can have fractions of a Bitcoin, right? So I can own 0.1 Bitcoin, $100 worth of Bitcoin on a serial number. So anyway, I'd love to just share. Everybody take away is Bitcoin's just like the money and the blockchain's that serial number. And that's what makes it work, right? And I can give you that serial number, right? 
Dr. Hale, where have you been all my life that you've made it sound simple? I can't, it seems so mysterious. And then you just simplified it like that in a moment. I hope so. So just remember that, right? Just it's a serial number on the bill, right? There you go. Wait till the next party I'm at. I'm going to say, hand me a a bill and I'm going to add up the serial number in my head in two seconds. And go, I just did crypto, right? Wow. (laughs) If I could give an honorary PhD, I would right now. You got it. So You yeah. know, I would love an honorary. Look, honorary. I can't even say it. So obviously I won't get a PhD. <laughs> I would love one. I would love one. Even better if I got an honorary pilot's license for a jet. I think that would be good too. Compliant. I, I've seen it. I've watched it on TV. So I think I could get YouTube yeah. certified in it. I don't know. That's the test. So, Dr. Hale, why is crypto and understanding about what cryptocurrency is and blockchain all of that important to you as as a business owner why should businesses be aware of that and what's going on Kim this is some interesting insight right you I got into crypto very early right back in 2013 right and it's clear the way we do banking needs to change right if you would, you hold an account, they charge all these fees and really, you know, the money's sitting there and you own it, it can be managed much easier. If I look at a business and a current system, you know, you do, do deposits, but you have to wait for it to post, right? Or they may hold money a couple of days, depending on where it is. These systems are all old, right? And it's clear to me back in 2013, that blockchain is a way to re-engineer banking, right? It modernizes the whole banking system. But from working in demand for us with auto shops and small businesses, right? Is you can't walk in and go, everybody convert to Bitcoin, right? Or convert to crypto. You can't, why? You still have to pay employees and your distributors for your parts uh, and work with customers the way they want to pay. So they just don't match, right? You still got to pay in cash, but crypto is a way to overhaul financial. And so what I'd say to shop owners is two things that make important is first, be aware that crypto and blockchain exists because that is the future. Right, we need to overhaul these systems. Doesn't mean you need to know how it works because there's software that does that. But if I would take the one key piece that's going to come out of that is the holy grail that you want is a customer pays you, and that payment is instant and not revocable. You don't get into the chargebacks or charges and all this stuff that's messy. And you don't have to wait for that payment to be in your bank. And you want it to go from them to you. This is the holy grail when a customer is paying for vehicle service, right? That's what we want. The customer pays you. It's like me giving you this five the old way. You got that five. It's in your hand. What messed it up? Banks and credit cards, right? So what you really want is go back. That customer pays you, puts it in your hand. It's instant. This is what blockchain can deliver, but we need to evolve the technology to get there, right? So be aware of it, it, what it is, but as a business, it's what you really want, right? Is to get paid instantly. Uh, if you have a question on that, and then I have something else to offer on top of that. So. You know, when I speak to small business owners about crypto or 
-hmm. talk to them about it because it is coming, right? We can't keep putting our heads in the sand. This isn't like the decimal system that uh, people ignore or metric that, you know, in our country, the metric system came out, we were going to change and they're like, nope, not doing that. (laughs) Crypto is here. I I mean, Visa, MasterCard, big companies are all starting to convert to that. But the small business owners feel like it isn't secure and, you know, they listen to things on the Internet about the guy that had $10 million in crypto and couldn't find his password and lost the money. Can you talk about that a little bit that and, and put people's fears a, a little bit aside? Alleviate the fear. So we'll go through some of them. Right. So the first myth is. If I take crypto, the price changes, right? We see that it used to be 40,000 a month ago, and now it's 30 and it's on its way back up, right? It's the thing about crypto is right now is you could get, you could get paid in Bitcoin and then convert it to cash. So this price is whatever that cash value is. So you don't ride out these fluctuations, right? So first thing is you can receive crypto, but you don't have to hold it in crypto. You can convert it to cash for fractions of a cent, right? So first thing is you already can receive crypto and not have to worry about these price fluctuations because you've already converted into cash again to pay your employees. With the majority of the hacks you see in these individual account holders, it's the same as, you know, you'd have your bank, let's say Bank of America, Right. And I'll say the account name is Mark Hale and people are looking for your already used passwords online. They use these passwords and go in your bank. Right. And they they can withdraw and send money on until they get caught. And then you have to recover it. But the same with crypto. People have crypto accounts with passwords have been hacked. Right. The ones that uh, have a lot more tend to find ways to obfuscate passwords, right? And they have better control and management. We heard about that at the super conference from Sam, right? About how to protect passwords and maintain them, how important that is. So when you hear of a hack like that, right? It's in general, the same thing that could apply everywhere from your email to your bank account or getting crypto, The worst kind is, out there is when it's one of these altcoin hacks, right? So we we tend to think about Bitcoin and Ethereum. Have you heard of Dogecoin? Yes. Right? Elon Musk's favorite from Tesla, right? There's Dogecoin, Stellar, Luna. We can go on from there. The problem of these altcoins, everybody loves them, but they're very small development teams. Right. I used to, I was asked to advise one here in Palo Alto, and it's worth billions of dollars, but the team developing has four people on it. Right. (laughs) On this platform. So if you wonder about security and all of that, and that's why you avoid all the altcoins, and that's where all these platform hacks are, is because these engineer teams don't have necessarily the expertise or time to put everything to protect it. Right. And that uh, comes from the engineering cycle. So say in a traditional Bitcoin and Ethereum, that massive teams worldwide to prevent from that. Right. It's up for platform stability and it's all tested before it goes out. Above there is common sense security. Right. Maintain your crypto account like you would your bank account. 
And I hope you're using a different password and changing everything we learned from Sam. That's the way you should do it. Right. So we love to highlight the steals, right? But in general, they're not that common because people do maintain it better. Right. And uh nice thing about crypto is you can uh actually keep it offline. And that's what the majority of mine is. So you can never hack it because it's buried. So where do people start? How would I start if I want to be involved in crypto and taking it out my business and all of that? Where where do I begin? So just like you have, let's say you wanted to buy stock in Tesla, you would have a brokerage account because you're trading stocks, right? I personally use Fidelity. Fidelity is a brokerage and buy Tesla stock. If you want to buy Bitcoin, you need the equivalent brokerage, somewhere to keep it, right? Somewhere to buy it, right? The best one out there, in my opinion, is called Coinbase, right? And I, I, I'm not here soliciting for them. I just think they're very credible. I personally know they're founders and investors. These are people who have credibility and years of it. And you could go research them and go, wow, the if anything, they're in my best interest. I have a company, right, and grow it. And the one I personally believe is Coinbase. There's other ones out there like Bitfinex and so forth you could go look at, right? But I encourage everybody, go create a crypto account. You don't have to put anything in it. It's just an empty bank account. It's free, right? And you just create an empty account. If you took one action, go create your account now on Coinbase. We use for FacePay, right? We do direct customer to business transactions. And with FacePay, we enable crypto and we partnered with Coinbase for uh, their merchant platform. So we can transfer customers to you and you always hold that, right? Because FacePay is not an intermediary. It's always customer to you and you say, Coinbase account. I think everybody should have one personally. And then if you create a merchant account, we're able to enable that to receive crypto payments from your customers. I realize it's an education time you want to learn about, and we're happy to do that. But if you did one thing today, create a Coinbase account, right? And then you're ready for the future. It's going to be there, right? And it already is. There's enough applications driving it. You you just, you mentioned a little bit earlier about Mm -hmm. chargebacks for credit cards and mm-hmm. payments and even checks, people stopping a check or canceling it. Oh, okay. More and more, you know, criminals are really getting much more bold, I think, and smarter. And I'm hearing more and more stories from small businesses about people that ordered whatever online from them or even went in person and paid for it with a credit card. They had the card there. They had their driver's license they went through all of the steps that they're told by the banks that to verify the transaction went through. And then three or four days later, they'll get a charge back because it wasn't legit. And I have my shop owners are saying, Kim, how, what else? I, I saw a driver's license and matched the credit card. I ran it through the machine. I did everything that the processor told me to, or my bank told me to, and now I'm getting chained, charged back. So is this a way to stop that? I mean, right. So face pay is an automotive too, right? And we're hearing this from our customers about two chargebacks. And they're seeing majority on text to pay with credit cards, right? Because the customer, the shady ones they want to do in front of you, they'll do a text to pay, come in and can cancel, 
right? Right. So there's chargebacks real that you're on, right? With cryptocurrency, once you initiate a transaction, right, from let's say that customer's paying you in cryptocurrency, once you initiate that, it can't be revoked, right? It will go to your account. There's no way to cancel it, no way to pull it back, right? I personally like this for small business, right? Because honestly, think about your members with ATI. If a customer had an issue, I believe every one of these owners and member shops would try to resolve this issue in the best way ever, right? And they go above and beyond. It has to be so legitimate, not in their interest, right? It becomes an issue. Right? We work at shops. They do everything to resolve it. So it's not like they can give the money back or try to fix it, right? There's a member shop. So Bitcoin's irrevocable. There's something called transaction validation. So when you put it in, they make sure back to cryptography, it's not fake. So they do validation on it. So once it passes validation, then it's in there permanently in the record, right? You you cannot do this chargeback, right, in crypto. That to me is going to be a game changer going forward as these criminals get more savvy. And they are savvy. It, it seems like it doesn't matter how many safeguards that our shop owners have in place, there's somehow some way that it's going in the banks and institutions are not taking ownership of it you know they're not saying yes you did everything that we said to but they're like too bad you know we're still not going to pay for this or we're still taking the money back because this was a bad guy right and it wasn't anything that the business owner did so i I think that this is going to be certainly a way to help combat that in the future because there's a lot of lost revenue and profit uh, with with all of these chargebacks and scams and things that are going on with conventional credit cards. There, there is, and this way it motivates us at face pay every day, right? As if you think about how bad it is, right? Now they they have customers think there are no fees, right? And they get loaded and emerging. Now customers think they can return anything they want charge back on anything, right? And dispute it. And then the merchants keep absorbing all of this. And that's how lopsided the payments industry is that motivates us. And when we look at ACH, right? The way we do a direct banking, the charge back rules are different, right? It has to be a legitimate error or fraud, right? To be able to dispute it because you have an invoice on file, right? And record of service. So it changes the rules back to where they should be. So while wow, you get us motivated because uh, you just see it's getting worse and worse. Right? It is. And yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've heard stories recently with people, you know, transferring money into their payroll account or different things that bounced everybody's payroll and then had more fees because all the employees checks bounced or vendor. I mean, it just goes on and on. And if people want to find out more about it for face pay and what you're doing, the platform that that you have, they can reach out to you. I'm going to put all the links in there. And is it just automotive that FacePay is for? So right now we're servicing only the automotive industry. Okay, right? perfect. You can imagine doing direct payment, bank payments in other sectors, but we built in, you've met Phil, right? We built an entire success team around auto, right? And that's where I grew up out of, out of demand force and love owners, right? They make it real, so... That is fantastic. Fantastic. 
So you have some exciting news about a family member that you wanted to share. Oh, came in. Oh, I'm so proud of her. My, my niece just graduated from the Coast Guard Academy two weeks ago. I just love that. Can you imagine? We went to a ceremony uh, up there outside of Mystic River and just loved it. And uh, Kamala Harris gave her a diploma. And just a big win at the whole event. Just uh, imagine Coast Guard Academy. That's someone starting their career, right? So. Wow. Tell her I said congratulations. Oh, thank you, the- Kim. I'll pass it along. Love to see people following their dreams. You, you have had so many changes in your lifetime and started so many companies and have seemed to be on the ground floor of everything before it's cool, like crypto. Yeah, Most people were not even thinking about crypto or anything else in 2013. <laughs> half the world or more than half the world's just yeah. even listening a little now. And from from everything that you know in all of our conversations and hearing people speak about you and reading your biography you're always ahead of the curve you're always like at least two steps if not 10 ahead of what everybody else is doing what what do you what is your secret why why are you do you have a crystal ball do you have a shaman like what is how do you do that <laughs> Wow, Kim, I appreciate it, but it's just, I love working with great people. It all starts there, right? It's uh, just like you and the members. Maybe the insight I give with people is I look for things around me that could potentially be something. So at the beginning of a pandemic, right, I'll use an example. If there's a line three blocks long to get into Costco. Right. And then you go, look, man, it's three block on It's not going away. It's every day. Right. I mean, I got to go look at this. Right. If you think about EVs, there's, yeah, we're behind the car curve to go invest right now in electric vehicles. But if you look at, if you ever have one, right, it's all about battery tech. Right. And how we power these vehicles. And it's not just a battery in it, but how you charge it and where they're at. And those are the things you could be forward looking at it. Right. And, you know, it's just from owning an EV. It's what drives it. So I look for the common sense things around me. I'll share the reason that I got into Bitcoin. Well, but you have a PhD. So isn't it a rule that you can't have common sense? Because I've always been told you have one or the other. Do you know, but they, they say PhDs don't. So I'm like, oh no. So, but it's look for the things around you. Yeah, you call me out. It's perfect. So I just look for things around me. And Bitcoin, I didn't get in it from the value side, right? Now just share with everybody. I got on it from the blockchain side. It made sense. So in demand force, we built traditional database architecture. Right, had 43 servers and a data center run, running and supporting all the customer. I could replace all of that just by using a blockchain, right? And that's the way we build. FacePay itself is built on a blockchain. No debate, database, no infrastructure on top of it. We're built on the blockchain because it made it so much easier, right? It's not the currency side, it's the tech side, right? So when I look at it, what makes sense? Right. So I just share and it's practical. That's where I go for it and I invest it in it. So look for your next line, you know, and they started lining up the gas stations where you should have got in early on oil, right? So there you go, right? So just look for the world around you. 
right? So, and what's happening in it. Wow. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. One last question I have for you today, because with all of the things that you have going on, you do a lot of charity work, you start companies more than I change my lipstick. I think you have all kinds of things going on and you seem to be able to produce more in a day than most people. So Obviously, over the years, you've had to look at some habits you've had that maybe were not so productive and say, how do I how do I make these more productive so I can continue on the trajectory I'm on to dominate the world? What what is something that you stopped doing and replaced with something else? I may give you a great story and then I'll tell you something I do every day. So my great story is when I was at demand force growing. Do you know what happened was, is as Rick and Sam were gone, so that leaves me in charge. And as sitting at my desk, thinking every time I sit behind my desk, I work. So while they were gone, I cleaned my desk and all the filing cabinets out of my office. And I put in a couch and a chair and a TV screen. And do you know what happened? I just feel like productivity skyrocketed. People who are uncomfortable, we come in and have a conversation they're working on, right? We relax, talk about the thing next, next, and everything happened, right? So I just move from this traditional. So if we would make, don't be afraid to break from traditional habits and do things differently. So I got rid of my desk and I loved it. And funny thing is I used to run on Tuesdays, top gun all day long on my wall. I had a projector in my ceiling. So old habits die hard. I just picked up my daily habit is I had a great boss once as a former um, CMO of Intel. And years ago, Intel, do you remember it had a chip law where it had a rounding error and like the hundred decimal point? He's the one Intel told to go uh, fix it and uh, oh, wow. make sure the world we don't implode from a marketing brand perspective. Right? <laughs> But he taught me is I do every day. My good habit is I do management by Sharpie for myself, right? Is what is the top three things I'm going to do today, right? And I use management. I write down three things with a Sharpie and I'll do it for employees, right? What are the three things that matter? Right? There's a lot of stuff around it, but those are the three things by the end they looked at that you did something about, right? And they call it management by Sharpie. Right, because you have to write big and you only write a few things, right? You can't read my handwriting, but I, I keep a Sharpie on my desk, right? Whenever you get too much clutter, I'll go back to my Sharpie. It's always my go-to. Well, having bad handwriting is sort of a prereq to have a doctorate, right? Doesn't, isn't that? <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Isn't that like go, go in hand in hand there? Another there thing you that go. you did recently too is you quit smoking. I did. I gave up cigars. So back to healthy habits in COVID. So yeah, I do my, uh, gave up smoking and I work out every single morning. I take my me time and it gets you going. Right. And, uh, good habits. So gave up cigars. Good for you. Oh, good thank for you. you. Oh, and I love cigars. So. My call signs, Fidel, the pilots have call signs. Because on the radio, you don't use real names, right? For a typical pilot that's in a, a war zone, you use your call sign. 
well, my call signs Fidel for Fidel Castro as a cigar guy. So it's a big thing for me to give up cigars. So are you going to get a new call sign now that you don't smoke cigars? <laughs> the funny thing is they give it to you. So I'm sure they have a lot <laughs> waiting for me. So yeah, here it comes. So I'll let you know when I get my new one. So, love, love yeah, to hear yeah. it. Well, I appreciate you joining oh, me you. so much today and taking a little bit of the mystery out of crypto and blockchain. And I think you need to do a TED talk or something on it because you really explained it in a matter that I think everyone can understand. So those of us that don't have PhDs in aerospace appreciate when someone can just say, here's what it is and uh, go, go through all of that. And uh, I just, you're so inspirational because of all the things you do and you don't take no for an answer and you always find a way to make things happen. So I hope you'll come back and join us again and share some of your other stories and successes to inspire some more of our listeners. Kim would love to, and just great chatting this morning and just take away the simplicity, serial numbers, $5 bill, right? It's right here at my desk. That, that's all crypto is, right? Ignore all the hype and just thank you for letting me share that with everybody. And uh, I'm just humbled and appreciate the respect, but uh, you really haven't seen me try to change the oil in my car. It's a disaster. <laughs> so we're all good at different things, right? And that's why I admire people. So Everyone has so, their superpowers. Oh, and thank they goodness sure they're not all the same or it would be a very boring world, wouldn't it? It would be. So just a great chat with you this morning. Thank you. Nice chatting with you. And everybody, again, all of the links will be in the show notes. So you can reach out to Dr. Hill at FacePay or check out any of the other things that are going on there. And as always, I will see you next week. But in the meantime, stay safe, make good choices and stay inspired. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximum Optane, your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or you just want to be a guest on my show, I want to hear from you. You can reach me directly at mlpodcast at autotraining.net. Thanks for listening and keep seeking information everywhere that you can.